Welcome to the Triple Deke. Welcome back, folks, to the Triple D. I'm Joel Jackson. And I'm Kyle Faulkner. We got an exciting night, Joel. Hockey is back. I'm excited. There's been a whole bunch of games tonight, and some teams are already hot, and some teams are not. Well, I know, uh, you know, my team, the Toronto Maple Leafs, had a pretty tough one. They dogged it out and came up with the win. And uh, what about your favorite team, the, the Boston Bruins? How did they do tonight? Not Good. They had a tough seven nothing loss to Ooh. Washington Capitals, but you know the Bruins will bounce back. I'm oh, not worried yet. That's tough. You know I feel bad for whatever poor sap drafted Tuka Rask this year. What a mm. owner. Who who was that again? No comment. Oh, it was oh, me. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, no, seriously, folks, we're uh, we're pumped. It's it's hockey night in Canada for the next you know two hundred and some odd days. This is what we've been waiting for all summer. This is what we've been dreaming about as the weather turns cold. Game one's in the books, and on we go. Uh, and Speaking of game one, we're right in the thick of things for the big stick. But before we talk about that, why don't we do a quick recap in case some of our uh, listeners missed the video edit, the video edition of the podcast. Why don't we talk about our new divisions? That's right. We have four new division names, and we did the, the lottery, and we have all new teams in those divisions. So our first division is the all-in-one division. Okay. And and who's who's oh, in the all-in-one division there? Oh, Skyler, Hayher, Stan, Dan Smith, and Jared. Okay. Then, Why don't you go with the next one there, Well, sir? this is the fanciest division for sure, the GT Boutique division. Ooh, well, well, we That's Chase, Chase, Craig, uh, myself, Boner, and David White. Hmm. The next one after that is the LaRange Evi division. And that's going to have Graham, Honest Wilson, Tyrell, Roddy, and old Meatman Perry. Perry McCrary. And the Lands division, you know, this is pretty much the softest it could get. A couple of regulars there. We have the uh, the asterisk, hashtag two, maybe three-time champion yeah. Boyer. We have Nathan. We have yourself, Joel Jackson, Powell, and, of course, the gem himself, Mike Clark. Mike Clark. A lot, of, a lot of interesting divisions there. I guess we can get into another day, but, yeah, you know, I'm a little scared of mine, that's for sure. Well, you know what? It's going to be a battle, and uh, and tonight's only the first night. I know, personally, I'm I'm down quite a bit well, after one night. You know what they say. It's not ogre till it's ogre. Well, it might be almost ogre. Almost ogre. Anyways, uh, we got a good show tonight. We've got a little bit of NHL news. We've got some some great analysis, some possible breakouts, some possible busts, mm. and a couple of bold predictions. Good heavens! So let's get to the news here. Uh, you know this first this first item hits a little close to home. One of the one of the little big three, William Nylander of the Maple Leafs, still unsigned. They had their first game tonight. He has not reached an agreement with the team. Well, what's going on with that? Is there is it a money issue or is he? Is he holding out? What's going on? Well, it sounds like it's a money issue. You know, coming into this uh, off season, he's the he's the first of the <clears throat> of the little big three that's going to have to be signed. Uh, Marner and Matthews obviously come up next summer, and I think that uh, I think that Dubis, the Leafs GM, was kind of hoping that not that he could get the get the young guys on a discount, 
but that he could kind of swing things a more reasonable price. Um, you know, I think he was thinking in kind of the mid mid six million for six or mid six million for five years or mm. somewhere in that range. Obviously, Matthews is gonna gonna command something in the double digits, but it's gonna be expensive. Well, the word is that Nylander, you know, he's looking for something quite higher in the in the eights. Something yeah. starts with an eight. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, you know, his uh, career could get catapulted in the next couple of years with that Leafs team. And uh, maybe signing a little lower now will pay off with some bigger money a few years down the line. Yeah, so that's the option. I think what he's really looking for, though, is is kind of the combo of money and term. He is a good player. He's one of the best goal scorers in the league, to be honest. But I don't know if the team can afford to do it. And to be honest, I don't know if he's played enough to quite deserve what he's asking for yet. Well, do they have their salary cap room for him? Uh, they've they got to. they've got the room, yeah, absolutely. They've got the room, but you know they've got the room right now. I think they're just looking forward uh, next year. Whatever, basically, whatever he gets, Marner's going to get at least that. Marner's playing right now on a line with uh, John Tavares, who who brings his own mega salary cap hit, and you know has the opportunity to score ninety or hundred points this year, which Marner's just going to do the same, hopefully. So well, you don't want to sign all these dudes to long-term expensive contracts and turn to the Blackhawks either. No, but on the other hand, I wouldn't say no to three Stanley Cups either. That's true. Or we better not go on this all day here. Yeah, I'm no, get we could we there. could turn this into a Leafs Leafs oh. talk program if oh. you want. Uh, all right, this other one is a bit of a sour note in the NHL. Tom Wilson. For that hit, I'm not sure if you uh, if you saw that that, that hit in the preseason um, in the St. Louis game, kind of di- directly into the head. He was handed down a 20 game suspension. How do you feel about that? Well, I didn't see it, but 20 games sounds pretty harsh. So it, was it was it 20 game worthy? Well, here's the I guess thing. That's what you're asking. Me. Here's the thing. If if Tom Wilson was just a guy, a guy who came out and played hard and maybe, you know, stepped over the line or in that gray area the odd time and made a mistake, I think he'd be looking at maybe four or five games. But he's kind of becoming the new Rafi Torres. He's kind of becoming this he's guy that guy. every time he steps on the ice, you know, he's a he's an okay hockey player, but you just look for what is he going to do tonight. Well, a guy like that, I mean, he scares opponents on the other team. But, you know, if he's going to be sitting on the bench for 20 games, he's not going to scare too much. Too many people looking down from the – up in the uh, stands there. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's funny. I saw a uh, I saw a pretty interesting stat. The fine for this hit, the fine that came along was something in the neighborhood of, uh, I think they said one and a half million he signed a contract this but year. But that's how much he's going to lose? Well, that's how much I think he – I don't know. If, yeah, I might be mixed up. I thought it was a fine. But basically what the what this uh, thing said was that was what he had to pay. He signed, a, he signed a deal with a big signing bonus up front, but then a salary of only $1.1 million. So basically because of this, he is playing the rest of the year without getting a paycheck. No, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. but the you know the few million dollars signing bonus he got at the start of the year doesn't really hurt. Well, a couple less Lambos this year and maybe a vacation or two less and he'll be okay. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure. Anyways, so we'll see what, we'll see what happens with that. I would say if he found himself in trouble again, um, you know, we'd be looking at 
half a season, half a season similar yeah. to what happened to Torres in the past. Mm-hmm. Anyways, enough of that NHL malarkey. Let's nope. get to what the people really want. Yes, We're talking about serious business. The big stick. The big stick. We're here to so, talk business now. So let's get down to it. We've got a couple of fantasy breakouts this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we each came up with a couple, and um, I don't know. How about ladies first? Do you want to hey, start what? us off there? Wait, oh, what? sorry. I mean, age before beauty. Oh, hey, what? So, um, my number one uh, breakout this year is Charlie McAvoy of the Bruins. Mm, you know, okay. I predict he is going to have sixty points this season. Really, one of the one of the top players in the Eastern Conference. Okay, I feel like uh, you know the Bruins last year with a team that we thought were basically going to be a rebuilding team showed what they're made of, and they're only going to improve this year with all these young players. And I think he's the guy who's going to be their stud on defense. Mm. And this could be the year, the breakout year for McAvoy. Well, they certainly got off to a good start tonight. Hey. All right. Well, well I like that. My uh, my first breakout, you know, I pretty much only picked him because we have the same first name. It's Kyle Connor of the Winnipeg Jets. Ooh. Okay. This is a young kid who came on the team last year. He uh, He worked hard to earn more ice time, earn some power play time. Um, you know, a couple injuries helped him out, and as soon as he started getting consistent top six minutes, he exploded. He his points went through the roof. Now he finds himself playing on that top line. He's got a chance to be on the power play. It's a pretty dynamic team. It's a high flying offense. Um, I I expect big things. I'm I'm looking in like the seventy five point range for this kid. Well, if he can do that, he's going to earn himself some big money, too. Well, and it doesn't hurt that he plays on the best fantasy team in the league, too. Oh, Boyers? Oh, wait. No. Oh, sorry. Okay, well, my uh, second breakout player is a young fella named Troy Terry. You may not know him, but he is actually on uh, Team Dingus right now. He actually had the 10th best points per game in college hockey overall ever. Ever. Yeah, so not, not, not just, just last, last year. Season. Sorry, okay. that, that didn't sound very impressive, did it? No. Okay, he's playing on the top line with the Ducks okay. this year. He's going to be playing right wing with Raquel and Getzlaff. Okay. And I think this could be the year he maybe has a big season. Maybe maybe not rookie of the year, but in the contention. Well, there's a few, there's a few young guys that are already uh, getting some Calder talk. Now, what about when Perry comes back from injury? Do you think that affects him, or do you do you, are you hopeful that he's kind of earned a mainstay position? Well, because he's on my team, I'm hoping he will have that mainstay. But twenty games in, he's got four points and minus eight. I guess this is not a very good prediction. No, nope. and Perry's the man back in. Well, and we'll see what happens. You know, you never you never know when these young guys get a chance. They either they either make it or they don't. And that's right. And, uh, you know, for your sake, I hope you don't look foolish for making this call. Well, you know, bold predictions. Sometimes you got egg on your face at the end of them, don't you? Yeah. Uh, my other breakout player this year is a goaltender. Mm. Right now, not mm. quite a starting goaltender. It's Philip Grubrauer. Um, oh, you know, oh. not a not a name you really want to hear as no. the, as the Varlamov owner of the league. No, that's but, uh, Colorado's number two guy as of right now. But uh, you know, he's a uh, he's a goalie that's been getting a lot of talk. Obviously, he had a bit of an easier time backing up in Washington. Like it, you know, backup goalies always can look pretty great when they have a great team playing in front of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, he showed a lot, and he showed that he's ready to handle the load. So 
Um, I'm excited to see what he can do. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna slowly steal some starts, and I think it's gonna be kind of a Connor Halibut situation from a couple of years ago, where you know he kind of works his way in, and by the end of the year, the team knows this is this is who we gotta put put our team in their hands. We'll find out who can handle more load: Varlamov <laughs> or Grubar. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Wait, what? All right. Well, uh, those are the breakouts. Those are the players that we think oh. are gonna really take off this year. What about the guys that that you think we might be kind of turning our nose up at, at by the end of the year? Who are who are the bus going to be? Oh, oh, we have a coincidence here. What really? This is well, unplanned. Talk- this well, is unplanned, that, folks. Don't mind the spelling on that one because I just wrote it down real quick. Oh, Not even so, close. Well, well, which Carlson are you thinking of? I was thinking of William Carlson. Oh no. Oh, a different, about a different Carlson. Were you? Oh Which, my goodness! All right, well, well I like Carlson that. that plays for the Sharks. We almost had a we almost had a podcast boner, but instead it turned out to be a podcast breakthrough. I'm thinking on a team that has this many studs on defense, there's only room for one. So tell the folks who you're thinking of. They might not be as as learned as you. Well, who do you think copy. it is? Uh Carl Carlson. No. No. Uh hmm. Who could it be? What? Who do you think it is? Guess. Well, I know who it is. Who? Eric Carlson. Yes, Eric Carlson. Okay. Got it. Some guessing game this is. Jeez. Guess mess. Guess mess is right. But uh, anyway, I believe this young man will, you know, I'm sure he'll have a season. But is he going to have this crazy, amazing season that we thought was going to happen with Burns? I, I think not. Well, that's the that's maybe kind of the boner. It's it's uh, the case of too many cooks in the kitchen, right? Carlson mm-hmm. himself was, you know, he had a down year last year, coming off the injury, and obviously Ottawa had a down year in total, but he was still good. Burns has been a Burns has been a fantasy stud for quite a few years in a row. The two of them have kind of gone number one, number two. Mm-hmm. I don't know if putting them on the same team is going to be a recipe for success or a recipe for disaster. Well, that's what we'll find out then, I guess, young man. <laughs> oh, well. Um, all right. Well, I like that pick. And and like we said, I actually went with a different Carlson. I've got William Carlson of Will the Vegas real. Golden Knights. So this is a guy, I believe it was your team, picked him up off waivers early last season. Was that last season? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he kind of went pretty big for a while. Well, he went big the whole year. He's a 40-goal scorer. He scored more goals last season than he had the three seasons combined. My problem is that, you know, he was scoring goals almost at a 25% rate. At a 25% rate. He was scoring one goal for every four shots he took. That's triple the rate of his whole career. I think he's closer to what we saw last year than what he had been in the past with Columbus. Mm-hmm. I think that he still has the opportunity to be a solid fantasy player, but... To be honest, I think we've seen the best of Carlson. I think he's going to slow down. I think he's he's maybe more in the 25 goal range, maybe edging towards 30. But I don't I don't see the superstar that that uh, some people are going to be looking for him to be this year. Well, the Thunder Kitties, I know they spent some pretty good cash on him this year. It was twenty five dollars. So um, a guy who, yeah, scored 43 this year, it's, it's going to be tough to replicate that again. Well, well and just to, give you, just to give you an idea of how strongly I feel he might be a bust, I could have kept old Will, Will the Thrill for $10 this year. And, and instead, oh, I chose to keep my breakout player of the year, Kyle Connor. 
Hmm. So let's hope that doesn't blow up in my face. We will find out. All right, who's your other bust this season? Who's gonna uh, Who's gonna really blow it? This is probably uh, not a very bold prediction, and it's not a certain player. It's actually a whole team. It's the New York Islanders. Oh, I'm thinking Gee. without uh, your stud there, Tavares. Now, a lot of these guys who are putting up big seasons are gonna go to zero. Well, not to zero, but you know they're gonna lose 20, 30 points. And I believe the Islanders could be one of the worst teams in the league this year. Well, it's you know it's going to be tough for them now. They do have a new a new coach and recent Stanley Cup champion Barry Trotz. They've got a yeah, new GM. They've got a new GM, Lou Lamarillo, or president of hockey or whatever the really whatever know. the heck he's doing. Oh, watch your mouth. Um, you know they've got uh, they've got a couple players who've come in. They've got a goalie from the Boston Sabers who have not been maybe the best puck stopping team in the league. No, no. But, uh, yeah, I think this year is going to have some growing pains anyway. So what do you think then, I guess, the number one name that really pops out to me is Barzal. What do you think he's going to bring to the table? Because he he was a rookie sensation. The last half of the season, he was one of the best players in the league. Do you think that kind of goes away? I think that goes away big time. He's going to – unless some new guys come up and fill in that role, I, I see this whole team – uh, all the numbers dropping this year for sure, and I don't see the Islanders being close to the playoffs this year. Well, I don't think that's I don't think not very bold as I said, bold, but no. you know I think that's fair. Um, my second bust, I'm not as <clears throat> confident in, but I but I do feel strongly enough to put his name on this list. That's Wayne Simmons from the Flyers. Mm, he's a what guy do you not like about him, Kyle. He's a guy that what? has been just you know steady Eddie the last few seasons. He has the dual wing position on on uh, ESPN Fantasy, which is huge. That's good. And you can slot him in to get, you know, he's going to have a pretty decent plus minus, pretty decent number of goals, hits, shots, everything. But here's the problem. The Flyers added a major piece this year in free agency from the Leafs. They took, you know, a guy who they actually drafted originally, James Van Riemsdyk. He slides in there probably on the second line mm -hmm. and bumps Simmons down to the third. And you know what? When you're playing fewer minutes, when you're playing with less quality opponent or less quality line mates, rather, it just limits your opportunity. He's not a guy who creates plays for himself. He creates plays for the people around him. But if you don't have someone putting the puck in the net, you can't get an assist. And if you don't have somebody creating that space and getting you the puck in a, in a, good time then you're going to have trouble scoring as much i think he's i think he's going to be a solid third liner i think he'll probably get some second power play minutes but i don't think he's going to be the uh the go-to guy that he's been for us the last three or four years so you're saying this could be a bit of a dark season for him <sighs> i'm not saying that oh you know i'm not saying that well i don't know what are you trying to say then quit trying to put a black mark on my name oh sorry all right, now this is what we've really been waiting for it's time for us to make some bold predictions oh Joel. god We've got one each about the NHL and one each about the only league that matters, the LA Big Stick. That's right. So, my NHL goal prediction. Oh, my God. I don't think you're going to like this. Oh, more against me. Varlamov will not be the starting goalie in Colorado by Christmas. Wait, Christmas? Is this about the, the fantasy hockey again? Oh, they're talking about Team Christmas. Oh, no, not Team Christmas. Okay. No, no, no. No, I think that I honestly think that within the first three months you of the season, Grubauer is going to take over. My goodness. Well, I have possibly a bolder prediction. Mm. 
I predict the Las Vegas Golden Knights will not make the playoffs this year. Wow. Yes, I feel like they are a Cinderella team. And all this magic that happened last year is not going to repeat itself. And they're going to just narrowly miss the playoffs. Everybody loves a Cinderella team, but you know what the problem with Cinderella is? Hmm? The next morning, she's just some dirty old hole in a variety oh. dress with a pumpkin Holy again. Lord. All right. Big stick predictions. Oh, my God. I got one for you. Team guest will win the all-in-one division this year. Team guest. Number one in the right division. Well, I haven't had a great look at his team, but you know what? He's a he's constantly, you know, improving his team. He's always looking to try and become better. And I think this is the year, you know, he's he's had a few rough years, but this could be the time he makes it happen. And you could be right. Wanna know mine? Let's hear it. Lay it on me, brother. My bold prediction for the big stick is. Rob Wilson will only make 10 trades this season. No. What? It's supposed to be bold predictions, not total BS. I, I feel like, you know, maybe last year he realized all these trades he made maybe didn't in the end help his team that much. And maybe, you know, some key trades are going to help him. But, you know, these wild Mexico trades could hurt him in the end. And I think he's going to have a team that's decent. And he's going to want to hang on to some of those players. Well, it could be. All right. Fellas, that's what we got for today. I enjoy the enjoy the rest of opening week. Good luck in your matchups. And remember, right. don't, don't be a boner. boner.